0: ladies you're listening to the gift of life podcast which is a space used to create dialogue and to share the lives of women through discussions stories interviews etc to help women know and find their purpose in this world while connecting with god themselves their bodies and other beautiful women we are all sisters in this world and have been blessed with the gift of life gift of life podcast on today's episode we're going to take a dive into a pretty touchy topic which is the pain of a black woman now do black women feel pain of course we're women we're human um, and of course we feel pain but in the healthcare industry it seems as though it is believed that black women don't feel pain The medical space seems to be an area where black women are unheard, undertreated, um, and misdiagnosed very often because of this idea that they don't feel pain and that their symptoms and what they're experiencing isn't as serious as some of their other counterparts. And this is something that we've been having to fight within the healthcare community for years just to be able to be heard and listened to so that proper diagnoses for illnesses and treatments can be given um you know doing this research i just thought like you know what are what are some of the reasons that we have this belief within our healthcare industry and i really feel like it goes back to slavery which most things do when you live in the u.s but i believe that this idea this ideology really began um to form because slave women were used as guinea pigs for many surgeries and experiments that people had that they did not want to perform on white women or even men until they quote-unquote perfected their techniques. One of these doctors is very well known. His name is J. Marion Sims, and he's known as the father of modern gynecology. He is so revered in the medical space that he had approximately six statues that were put up of him throughout the U.S. So this is how much he has contributed to the healthcare field. Um, But that contribution was done in the most unethical and torturous way because he took slave women and performed surgeries on them while they were unmedicated and they had no rights to even accept or deny the surgeries. Um, Their slave owners sold them off to him essentially with the hope that he would be able to restore them to their full health and you know perfect these surgeries. Once these women were healed it was expected of them to go back to work and go back to being a slave. Um, Three women in particular he documented in his medical journals. Their names are Anarka, Lucy, and Betsy and he repeated surgeries on them over an extended period of time about three to five years where he conducted surgeries developing a fistula repair technique as any medical doctor would he kept very detailed notes um, but did not really comment on many of the other names of the slaves that were worked on these are the three that he mentioned the most. I'll spare you all the gory details that he describes in his books. It definitely made my stomach turn a few times Um, just reading how, I guess you could say, you know, any medical doctor during that time, they get a little crazy. (laughs) And they almost take themselves out of a human role and lose empathy. Because they are trying to solve these scientific problems. And so a lot of his wording is used in a way as if they're not even human. If it didn't matter and all that mattered was him figuring out a way to repair these fistulas and perform this new technique. Um, Their human rights were totally overlooked, at least in what I was reading. (laughs) And... It makes you think about how many other women there were who experienced these painful realities while solving the the need for science um, to move forward. We know that he conducted and, and developed this fistula repair. He also invented the speculum, which we used today, and it's still very painful for most women when they go to get pap smears, etc. Although they say, oh, you might feel a little pinch or just a little pressure, um, no one's really taking into account how sensitive the area is. But as with many medical practices, the theme is um, the benefit outweighs outweighs the risk. Um, And he also developed the catheter. There's a few things that he contributed to the medical industry. Not only with J. Marion Sims conducting this research on black women, there's also the stereotype that black women are strong and handle pain well, and they just have this ability to overcome, you know, the pain and the pressures of things that other women cannot overcome in the same way. And that's a stereotype that we have to address because black women are women like any other women um, and they feel that same amount of pain the same amount of pressures that's on their shoulders it just so happens that they make it look good (laughs) while they're going through these problems and and you know while they're having these issues but it doesn't negate what they're actually going through and it doesn't negate their true lived experiences. I came across a study that was conducted in 2016 and it showed that half the sample of white medical students that were surveyed believed that black people had less pain than white people and they made less accurate treatment recommendations compared to the half that didn't have these beliefs. So it makes you wonder about those doctors and where they are now, you know, eight years later, where are they in terms of their medical practice and how are they treating their black patients? You know, they're completely lacking the ability to empathize with black people because they don't see them as people who are experiencing pain at an equal rate to white people. And this is a very big issue. And we know that, you know, there are some spaces that are trying to address these issues, but it's not enough. It's not enough. And so it's like, where do you come in? Where do we come in to help solve some of these issues? And I believe that's in us becoming involved in. Healthcare forums becoming nurses becoming physicians assistants and doctors and ob's and doulas and midwives and allowing us to help us um and when you put yourself in that space as a student and you have classmates who may have these beliefs that allows them to learn from you you know it it shows no hey they have the same pain you know what like Why are you giving them different treatment if they're explaining that they're going through the same thing, they're having the same symptoms, but one person is black and one person is white and you're giving the black person less pain medication because in your mind, in your subconscious mind, your belief is that they don't experience as much pain. You know, it's something that we have to address from the inside out and be well informed as practitioners and as well as patients. Women should know that black women are three and a half times more likely to die in childbirth, um, which is based on a 2021 study, um, over their white counterparts. This is something that's important to know for when you either become a provider or you are a patient so that you know what providers are going to be aware of my issues, who is going to take into account my health and giving me the proper care and exactly what I need to retain my health. This is some of the important things that we have to think about when we're going into situations as patients. And you should also know that the leading causes of this death rate are due to preeclampsia, obstetric hemorrhage or embolism, postpartum cardiomyopathy, or surgical complications, and Even now, you know, 2023, Black women are suffering. Their pain is overlooked. Their lives are being lost due to these common issues. And their healthcare is just not up to par. And so we have to acknowledge what is going on and then begin to form a solution for that, which is becoming educated, gaining that proper knowledge, for when you go into a situation as a patient, and also becoming a part of that healthcare industry in some way, in some way so that, you know, you can help change the narrative, change the statistics, bring that 3.5 number down. That should be our goal as women throughout, you know, throughout our society to make sure that we're all getting the same equal health care. It's also important to remember that we have options. Um, if one person doesn't say something that you like or agree with or you feel like that you're not being heard by them, always follow up with another doctor. Always follow up with someone else. Um, I remember when I visited a doctor about an issue and she was admin. <laughs> that I was fine and just I should just give it some time and it'll go away and and I was just complaining to her I'm like no I've given it time already I I already know that this is an issue I need like help and she refused she refused to give me a prescription she refused to change anything that she was thinking it was just like nope, I I think that you're going to be fine and just give it some time to, you know, go away. And I was so baffled by that. I, I just remember looking at her. And then in that moment, I decided, wow, I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> and I never went back there again. And I definitely went and saw another doctor who was like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, you're right. I think this could be an issue for you. You know, here's something that we can try and was actually willing to have that conversation with me about solutions um, and didn't dismiss what I was feeling. I just remember feeling so dismissed in that woman's office and just so surprised because I hadn't had that experience. Now, of course, I've read about the experiences and I've talked to you know colleagues and friends who've had similar experiences of being unheard, but to experience it firsthand for the first time, it definitely feels defeating a little bit especially if you don't know that you have more options or you don't know where to go next Um, it can feel defeating and you know you just feel uncertain about yourself and you're trying to decide well am I making a big deal out of something that's not really anything but no you know your body you know yourself and if it's not sitting right with you there probably is something wrong so get another opinion Don't be afraid to say you're fired and find another practitioner, provider, who is going to really listen to your needs and make you, their patient, their number one priority. Put people who are in your health circle. Um, Allow them to be people that hold space for your health concerns and also your health goals. And... Make sure that they are, you know, that positive influence you need to achieve what it is that you're looking to achieve. There are a lot of people out there who are doing the work to change this narrative, change the narrative that Black women don't experience pain, and we can be a part of that group just by starting in our own circles and doing our own due diligence, the narrative will begin to shift. And we will see better stories, better studies done in the future that showcase Black women get the same treatment as everyone else. And with that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's topic, and I hope it gave you some food for thought. Be sure to subscribe and share our podcast with others. You can find us on the Anchor app as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow our sponsor at Jawaher Life on Instagram. And until next time, keep embracing your gift of life.